captain's log, stardate 101290.02, as the Enterprise continues its voyage through the vastness of space, we find ourselves tuned into a unique and delightful auditory experience. Today we've discovered The Fun Zone, a radio show orchestrated by the charismatic Bryn Lee. From the vibrancy of her voice to the selection of melodies, the show promises a lively and humorous journey through the universe of music. From songs that compel one to laugh out loud to whimsical tunes from forgotten eras, the Fun Zone is an amalgamation of sounds that remind us that even in the vastness of space, humor and melody bind us all. Holographic parodies, interspecies comedic duets, and tunes from far-flung corners of the galaxy. Bryn curates them all with a deft touch providing both entertainment and a sense of unity on our ship. Today holds a special significance, as we're not only celebrating the eclectic tunes of the Fun Zone, but also paying homage to a monumental moment in Earth's television history. On this very day, on September 8, 1966, a broadcast aired for the first time, igniting the imaginations of countless individuals. Star Trek, a series that envisioned a hopeful future of exploration and camaraderie, made its debut. It's fitting that today we listen to the Fun Zone, which in its own way, captures the essence of joy, unity, and the boundless spirit of exploration. To Bryn Lee and her wonderful assembly of tunes, we thank you for the laughter. And to the legacy of Star Trek, we remain forever inspired. End of log. Oh my gosh. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Fun Zone. I am your host, Bryn Lee. And uh, yeah, um, Fast Finge uh, nailed it. Uh, they, they figured out what I did. I, I, I asked ChatGPT4 to write me a Captain Picard style captain's log. I did have to look up what today's star date would have been if we were using star dates. Um, but yeah, I had ChatGPT write me a intro, and then I had <laughs> Eleven Labs, which is a, a thing that you can use to clone pretty much any voice and make it say stuff. And I and I had Sir Patrick Stewart um, read me an intro. So hi everybody, welcome, welcome. It is Star Trek Day. Well, actually, it's it's a couple of days post Star Trek Day. I hope all of you are caught up on Lower Decks and uh, any other Star Trek material that you might be a little bit um, behind on. Um, yeah, a bunch of new Star Trek stuff came out this week, um, particularly the Lower Decks series. If you haven't seen it, it's on Paramount+. Plus. It's hilarious, and I think you will very much enjoy it. All right, well, we are going to be playing Star Trek comedy for the next uh, probably two hours. If you're listening on the radio, the radio, that's right, the radio, um, we only do the first hour on the radio. Uh, this is where we kind of keep our show sort of family friendly, and uh, we play songs that don't have any of those naughty, naughty words in it. So um, this is the hour that you want to listen to with your young ensign. And then in the second hour... We will let our hair down a little bit because we go internet only and uh, we'll play some of those more naughty Star Trek songs. 
Why did I say songs like that? I don't know. I look, we've discovered that if I talk for too long, it starts to, you know, to degrade, much like AI. Um, anyway, this first song I want to play for you all is not actually Star Trek related. However, it is in tribute to Lucille Ball, who gave Star Trek uh, a fighting chance. Uh, Lucille Ball, you might know her from I Love Lucy. She was the co-owner of Desilu Productions, and that is the company responsible for producing Star Trek. Uh, and L Lucy saw the potential in Gene Roddenberry's ambitious spacefaring concept, even when many others didn't. Uh, including a lot of network executives who showed a lot of skepticism and resistance. But as we all know, resistance is futile because Star Trek uh, did go on to be broadcast on network television thanks to uh, Lucille Ball's unyielding faith and willingness to take a risk that ultimately gave Star Trek the chance it needed to soar into the television uh, history books. <laughs> so thank you very much to Lucy. And uh, this song is in tribute of you. Here is Weird Al Yankovic with Ricky. Hey, Lucy, I'm home. Oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Ricky. Oh, Lucy, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, hey, Lucy, hey, Lucy. Oh, Ricky, you're so fine, you play your bongos all the time, hey, Ricky, hey, Ricky. Oh, Lucy, you're so fine, how I love to hear you whine. All 
right, enough, enough uh, Lucille Ball. It's time to get into what we all came here for, Star Trek. Here's Bonnie Gordon. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before.
And that is Bonnie Gordon with uh, the Star Trek medley from her new album, Con Artist. Uh, You guys might know Bonnie Gordon from uh, the reality television show, The Quest. Uh, And you also might remember her from The Library Bards. Uh, She is one half of a musical duo, uh, Xander being her counterpart. And uh, you might have seen her at various sci-fi and uh, comedy-related music conventions, notably MarsCon and FumpFest, where she performed her solo work as well as her um, collaborative work uh, in the Library Bards. Anyway, we have a request. This is one from Fast Finge, who's hanging out with us in our Twitch channel. This is the Dehorn Crew with Leslie Fish. It's called Band from Argo.
but not as we know it, not as we know it, not as we know it. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it, not as we know it. Captain. Captain of the Starship Enterprise. Captain Kirk, this is Spock. Please step on the transporter. Dilithium crystals hit by Klingon missiles. No! I'm a doctor. Not an actor. Not a milkman. What does that mean? And I'm sorry, he's dead, Jim. Photon torpedo! Lieutenant Uhura, open hailing frequencies. Yes, Captain Kirk, opening hailing frequencies, sir. Let's boldly go where no one's gone before. <laughs> Beam me up, Mr. Scott. Sulu, go to warp. Warp 3, sir. No, that will be way too slow. Warp 4, sir. That still is way too slow. Warp 5, sir. It still is too damn slow. Warp 6. It's too damn slow. Warp 7. It's still damn slow. It's too damn slow! No, 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 no. Mr. Chekhov, Mr. Chekhov. I am firing torpedo. That will not work and would be illogical to me. To me, to me. That was 
is Star Trek Rhapsody from the Hillman Morning Show. And before that, we heard The Firm with Star Trekkin'. And of course, we heard a song that is heard in many, many uh, filk sings, uh, which is basically science fiction related folk. Uh, and that was banned from Argo by the Dehorn crew with Leslie Fish. We have a lot more Star Trek comedy coming your way. This one was a request from Fast Finge in our Twitch channel. And uh, you can also request songs by coming to our, twi- our Twitch channel. Just go to funzone.show and look for the affiliates tab and you'll find out where our Twitch channel actually is. Uh, and you can make comments live every Sunday night from 7 until 9 central. Um, and you can also email me your request requests mail at funzone.show and if you have a star trek related song and you're requesting after the show actually airs and you're listening to a rerun or something like that fear not my friend because i still play star trek songs throughout the whole year so uh mail at funzone.show that's m-a-i-l at funzone f-u-n-z-o-n-e dot show all right here is debs and errol with tribbles requested by fast finge different time where no one's gone before you came into my sight so cute could not ignore you purred at me you purred at me you purred at me and i guess i didn't think that there would be a catch and so i fell hard and then i brought you back with me with me with me now it's gone wrong and it was Make such a mess now Who knew you'd go multiplying When I put you down I'm wearing thin 
Apparently, that Starfleet officer lacks a lot of professionalism. Um, dismissed, sir. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, all right. Um, not sure who that's by. I was given a YouTube channel name, but I don't really know how to pronounce it. And I, you know, with, with YouTube, it's often difficult to know who actually did the song versus who posted it. Um, but that was posted by S-T-A-R-R-E-K-T-Y. I'm not even sure how you pronounce that. But thank you to Neptune for sending that song along. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, let's boldly go uh, to another song. This is the great Luke Ski uh, with the Schweitzer remix of What's Up, Spock? Is the Federation in the house? Oh, yeah, with all the Klingons in the house, yeah, ho! We're gonna kick it Roddenberry style, here we go! Can we rock? Come on, come on! What's up, Spock? Can we rock? Everybody say! What's up, Riker? Can we rock? Hell yeah! What's up, Quark? Can we rock? What's up, Doctor? Captain's Vaughn, it's time to be beginning this five-year mission. I am Captain James T. Kirk. Vulcan, so his actions are illogical and swift and damn it, Bones is a doctor and not a forklift. Check this out, Joel, salute, warp, fetch to two, Jacob and her armor senior bridge crew. They'll play me like a punk, like a triple or a Klingon. Scotty's on the ship so that he can help me be on. I'm telling all the Romulans and aliens to listen to these soliloquies. What? Now I'm making lots of movies. Search for Spock on the floor, he's stepping. But I can't dance like a Genesis weapon. Back to the TV show, I don't know the reason why a five-year mission only lasted three seasons. Oh, no! But then it the ratings. Hi, I'm off. You are. NBC, ya. Bye. Can we rock? Come on, come on. What's up, Spock? Can we rock? All the Klingons. What's up, Spock? Can we rock? All the Ferengi. What's up, Spock? Can we rock? Take it one time. What's up, Spock? I got the show back on the air. Yeah, I did. I did, except this is a newer version for next generation. Kids, I'm on the Sasha P-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E with the number NCC-1701-D. hundred years later, a thousand-man crew. A good thing me and my staff knows what to do engage. Wesley Crusher is now older and he's wiser down in engineering. Jordy is my technical advisor. I go see Deanna. She's a shrink and a psych. When it comes to Troy, all the boys, they will like Especially my number one, Commander Riker. A beard like a stud and a vibe like Formica. Dr. Crusher is a humanitarian and Klingon war. Says I am not a married man. So who is the captain in your neighborhood? I guess that would be me. Get to see I'm chilling in the Tennessee. Cause I am Jean-Luc Picard. And if you think that I'm the cutest, then you're one of the porkers. I drink my old gray and it's lemon. Merengue. I'm making more profits than any. Merengue. Chilling on the holodeck, I'm calling on Serene. And we're to touch your arm, heading for the big screen. I'm Deep Space Nining, chilling with Guiding. Making lots of whoopee while my bald head is shining. And I got the world's best calculator name. Data! His body's bionic, his brain's positive. Compared to Mr. Data, Albert Einstein's moronic I'm the big bad bully of the whole federation And I'll rock you from here to Five Point Station Can we rock? Rastico! What's up, right? Can we rock? Hey, Joey's on fire! What's up, right? Can we rock? We don't need no water What's up, right? Can we rock? 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 Can we
relax and you'll be fine here on Heat Space 9. Now Bajor is free and sneering like Kira. She's ordering more than the average Bajoran. Quark is too quick and he's slick like Crisco. Fortunately, I am old Ben Cisco. Got a shape shift the name Odo at my side. Who kicked Quark's butt all over the promenade. <laughs> Chief Miles O'Brien, his expertise flies the new Defiant. An adventure Dr. Bashir will be in it with an old man Dash, cause you know she's a drill a minute. I got my son Jake, he's hanging with Nog, a shrimpy little troll like Kermit the Frog. I got more class than Cardassians and I cannot be the one to go up like Go Dukat. Then how on 9-11s, it's Wolf 3 by 9 and it's those scary rotten berry words of Kyle Paca, can I rock her? What's up Quark and can we rock? Yeah, all What's right, up, we're gonna can take we it down the quadrant What's style. up Quark, can we rock? Walk back to five and What's change. up Quark? Hello, Doc Zimmerman could be nicer, but still I gotta say to him, hail Lord Schweitzer, and Kess with finesse will impress on the test, and the rest may have guessed, as a nurse, she's the best. Elix is cooking up the soup du jour, for security Vulcan, to Fox Shakur, Chakotay helps me to adapt, and Anton Harry Kim is always getting kidnapped, the pilot Tom Paris is an egotister, went out with both of the Delaney sisters, and I'm sure he'll wanna get with Bailana, Tori's Klingana, trying to reach Nirvana, searching and scanning and cavorting, if we wanna get somewhere, then you better start Warping. Captain Jimmy rocks a jam on the UPN. Stay tuned up next is Platypus Man. Can we rock? What's up, Doctor? 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 Oh, yeah! Original Star Trek, next generation D Space Nine, Voyager style. Live long and prosper, we're out of here. See ya! Oh, my God. That was the great Luke Ski with uh, What's Up Spock, the Schweitzer remix. Um, and, oh my God, there was so much weird stuff on UPN surrounding Star Trek. Um, I remember there was a show called The Sentinel, which was this guy that had super heightened senses. Um, and he was able to like, you know, I don't know, smell a bomb under a bus or hear the ticking of a detonation device behind a wall. And he was just like you know, heightened senses. Um, And then that went away. And then we had seven days, which was about a guy that could go back in time seven days and prevent major catastrophes from happening. Uh, And then wasn't Veronica Mars on um, UPN for a while during the tail end of Voyager? I think it was. Anyway, lots of weird crap on uh, before and after Star Trek. But, you know, one of the things that really bothered me about watching Star Trek on live TV instead of watching it online like we do now is sports. Sports would get in the way of my Star Trek. I would go to turn on the TV and instead of seeing Captain Janeway and the crew of the USS Voyager, I I would see the Phoenix Suns. Um, This is what I would often hear instead of the actual Star Trek theme song I, I would hear... Oh, this is the Chipmunks version. Oh, no. What is this going to be? Um, I'm scared. I... Yeah, I, I would hear... I would hear this thing, and I would see a basketball floating through the, the, the universe, going through, like, computer-digitalized hoops or whatever. And I was so annoyed, because I was like, come on, Phoenix Suns. Like, I know Charles Barkley is awesome, and and I know the, that Dan Marley had the Marley bar, and uh, I forgot who else was on the Suns, but um, <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was like, come on, give me my Star Trek. Okay, now I want to know why this is the chipmunks version. Oh, is it the background singers that are going to be the chipmunks? 
Oh gosh, I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to happen. Does this song have any words? Okay, all right. Well, uh, anyway, that was a tribute to all the sports that ever interrupted my Star Trek. So uh, there you go. Here's to the finest crew in Starfleet. Engage. Just leaving. I'm uh, not dressed properly. My love is a fever longing still for that which longer nurses the disease. You'll have to go again. In faith, I do not love thee with my eyes. They be a thousand heresies. But tis my heart that loves what they despise. Who in despite of you are pleased to know. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day?
I always forget about that part at the end. <laughs> that was Dark Materia with the Picard song right here on the Fun Zone. And uh, we're playing Star Trek comedy because uh, Star Trek was released 57 years ago on September the 8th, 1966. So we're a little uh, we're a little late. It's not quite Star Trek day, but, you know, close enough. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I have yet another uh song for you this one is by william shatner and this one is not about star trek necessarily um although you know he's talking about stars i i don't know i guess um that we had a request from chris in minnesota via text message he he's he's messaged me and said you know you gotta play something by William Shatner and something by Leonard Nimoy as they had musical careers outside of Star Trek of their own. And um, I thought you guys haven't been tortured enough just yet. So uh, you know what? Why not? Here is William Shatner with Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds right here on the Fun Zone. Picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow and green towering over your head. The girl with the sun in her eyes, and she's gone! Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. 
we're bound to a bridge by a fountain where rocking horse people eat marshmallow pies. Everyone smiles as you drift past the flowers that grow so incredibly high. Newspaper taxis appear on the shore waiting to take you away. Climb in the back with your head in the clouds and you go! On a train in a station With plasticine porters With looking glass ties Suddenly, someone is there at the turnstile A girl with kaleidoscope eyes So uh, the next thing I'm going to play is by Leonard Nimoy. It's a piece called Spock Thoughts. Now, you have heard me play a thing by National Lampoon called Deteriorata, which is a parody of a poem by Max Ehrman called Deseriata. And uh, we have a version read by Leonard Nimoy called Spock Thoughts, which gives his own uh, unique twist to it. Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love. For in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, 
Be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive Him to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul, with all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be careful, strive to be happy. And that was Leonard Nimoy with Spock Thoughts right here on the Fun Zone. We have time in this hour for one more song. Uh, those of you who are watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds uh, and are caught up right now, this won't be a surprise to you. Uh, but those of you who are a little bit behind, maybe you don't have all the streaming services, maybe Paramount Plus is not one of those things that you have. Maybe you haven't seen any of the new stuff because it's all online and not on TV. Um, in the series Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which takes place prior to the original series, uh, you know, where you had Kirk and Spock and Bones, um, we have the adventures of Captain Christopher Pike and his crew. And in season two, they had a Star Trek musical. I know, I know. I Look, I never thought it would ever happen. I always wished, I always hoped, uh, but it finally happened. There was actually an episode of Star Trek that was released this year called Subspace Rhapsody. And it's in season two, episode nine, I believe, of Strange New Worlds. And uh, here is one of those songs from the soundtrack, which you can download or listen to on Spotify or YouTube or whatever. Uh, iTunes, wherever you get your music from. The, the soundtrack's available online, so I would highly encourage that you watch the episode or listen to the soundtrack. But here's one of the songs titled We Are One from Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, Subspace Rhapsody. This is where it all leads. The Enterprise, is it my destiny to save us all? No. It's my job to disrupt the chaos, find a purpose for us
I love that so much. Oh man, the 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 Klingon boy band was was just phenomenal. I love that. drums ah I love 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 this theme song so Star Trek the next generation was technically my first Star Trek because you know I remember watching it in syndication as a kid um, I would watch it on Channel 3 out of Phoenix, Arizona. And what was cool about it being on Channel 3 is that for some reason, for some reason, there was a harmonic of Channel 3 right on the edge of my FM dial. And so my dad would send me to bed, you know, 9, 9.30 p.m. every weekday was my very strict bedtime until I was like 18 years old. Um, and so Star Trek was right in the middle of that and I would always miss the latter half. One day, as I was clandestinely listening to my radio underneath my pillowcase, I discovered I I was hearing uh, Captain uh, Jean-Luc Picard's voice on the FM dial and I went, wait a minute, oh my god, can I listen to Star Trek on the radio? Uh, and so, of course, of course, I started doing that every night uh, and just barely getting it in. It was a little staticky. It was a little hard to hear, but I got it to work. And um, so, yeah, uh, TNG was my first, technically my first Star Trek. However, Voyager is my uh, first, like, I watched it live, Star Trek. So, um yeah, I like I I used to watch Star Trek every Wednesday, uh, you know, in first run, uh, and we would listen to we would watch it, um, you know, up until my dad started having us go to church on Wednesdays, and I had to miss it because I had to go to church, and um, so my friend from high school would videotape it for me and bring it to me, and I would watch it after school every <laughs> every every. Uh, Wednesday after or no Thursday afternoon after it had aired live uh so there you go that's that's kind of my history of Star Trek it was one of my faves I I can't put a favorite I can't like if you asked me what what is your favorite Star Trek I would not be able to answer that question it's just too hard of a question to answer um I could tell you which ones I hated (laughs) I I was not a big fan of Star Trek Enterprise I especially hated that theme song and Star Trek Discovery got good, but it was not, it was not the greatest first season. I'll tell you that. Um, and then the original series, it's, it's kind of like my, my least favorite just because I didn't grow up with it. And you know, it's, it's good. Uh, I, I do enjoy it. I will watch it on occasion when it's on heroes and icons, which is a a TV channel here in the U S uh, that carries um, Star Trek all all week, every week, from like 7 until midnight or something. Uh, and they start off with the original series. So I'll, I'll tune in, but it is by far uh, my, my least favorite of all of the series. Um, I guess the only thing worse than original series to me would maybe be Enterprise. And it's a close call. And the only reason why Enterprise is worse is because of that opening... Um, that opening song I just ugh, 
God. <laughs> anyway, here is a parody of the original series by uh, Thomas Goiter. This one is called Bar Trek, right here on the Fun Zone. The Wino Frontier. These are the voyages of the barship Bourbon Prize. It's five beer mission to explore strange new clubs, to seek out new girls and new habitations, to boldly go where no lush has gone before. The commander of this mission is Captain Jins T. Jerk, his first bartender, Mr. Schlock, first medicinal officer, Real McCoy, and mixology engineer, Mr. Scotch. As we look in on this intergalactic binge, Mr. Schlock is analyzing a Klingon wallbanger. Captain, an alien pimento is orbiting your bar stool. I'm aware of it, Schlock. Mix me a Romulan martini. Mind warp factor nine, Mr. Popoff. Full speed ahead, Mr. Shoeless, and hold the ice. Status report, Mr. Scotch. I don't know how long we can hold out, Captain. The DTs are closing in on us, and I don't like the looks of that bouncer. Lieutenant, who are you? Send a message to Barfleet Headquarters. Instruct them to cancel all happy hour activities until this black hole of a hangover has passed. Captain, all lounge frequencies are open, and they aren't responding. Keep trying, who are you? McCoy, formulate a liquid for my aching head and have Mr. Scotch prepare it, will you? Captain's log. Bar date, six minutes to last call. The Klingon wallbanger has analyzed Schlock instead, and McCoy had to resort to a thorbidium seltzer water to set him right. Shulus and Popoff have lost our bearings and we are headed for the DT zone at the end of the galaxy. Captain out. Cold. Captain's log. Bar date, 72134. Upon awakening from a hundred-proof suspended animation, I found an Orion slave girl lip-locked on my phaser gun, intent on draining all power reserves. Schlock and Scotch have disappeared and are probably light beers ahead of the rest of us. Shulus, Popoff, and Lieutenant Who Are You remain. I defeated the slave girl's objective by setting my phaser load on stun, causing her to choke. Shulus has set a course for Plato's retreat in hopes of finding the rest of the crew. The search for Schlock has begun. Jerk out. Pitch club to Captain Jerk! What is it, who are you? Captain! We found Schlock and Dr. Scotch. They're being held captive on the planet Alanon, and at last report, we're dying of liquid malnutrition. I'm on my way. McCoy, prepare Shirley Temples for the entire crew. This is going to be a tough mission. Captain's log. Bar date, time for a drink. We rescued Schlock and Scotch by beaming down to the planet disguised as officials from Alcoholics Anonymous and revived them with BSOP IVs until their blood alcohol levels were back to normal. I am retiring to my cabin with Yeoman Ryuniti for a lengthy debriefing on her duties to the captain. Later. God, that was uh, Thomas Goiter with Bar Trek right here on the Fun Zone. Here's Voltaire with the USS Make Shit Up. I was stranded on a planet. Just me and Spock, we met a nasty Nazi alien, he locked our asses up. We found a hunk of crystal and a metal piece of bed. We made a laser phaser gun and shot him in the head. Bust a move, talk. I was standing on the bridge when Sulu came to me. His eyes were full of tears, he said, Captain, can't you see? The ship is gonna blow to something I beseech. I grabbed a treble and some chewing gum and stopped the walkway bridge. I say, bounce the graviton particle beam off the main deflector dish. That's the way we do things, lad. We're making shit up as we wish. The Klingons and the Romulans pose no threat to us. Cause if we find we're in a bun, we just make some shit up. Uh, 
though he's just a child And some think him a twit Wesley is the master when it comes to making up some shit He's the guy you want with you when you go out in space Now if only he could beam those pimples off his face And if you're at a party on the Starship Enterprise And the karaoke player just plain old up and dies Set up a neutrino field inside a can of peas Hold on to Geordie's visor and sing into Data's knee Say, bounce a graviton particle beam off the main deflector dish. That's the way we do things, lad. We're making shit up as we wish. The Klingons and the Romulans pose no threat to us. Cause if we find we're in a bind, we just make some shit up. Cisco's on a mission to go no bloody place. He loiters on a space station above Bajoran space. The wormhole opened up and now they come from near and far. We'll keep the booze but please send back the fucking Jem'Hadar. What is with the Klingons? Remember in the day, they looked like Puerto Ricans and they dressed in gold lame. Now they look like heavy metal rockers from the dead with leather pants and frizzy hair and lobsters on their heads. Say, bounce a graviton particle beam off the main deflector dish. That's the way we do things, lad. We're making shit up as we wish. The Klingons and the Romulans, they pose no threat to us. Cause if we bind, we're in a bind. We just make some shit up. Well, I was stuck on Voyager, pounding on the door. When suddenly it dawned on me, I've seen this show before. Perhaps I'm in a warp bubble and slightly out of phase, cause it was way back in the 60s when they called it Lost in Space. We were looking for a way to make the rating soar, so we orchestrated an encounter with the Borg. Normally you think that that would get us into shit, but this one has a smashing ass and a lovely set of tits. I say, bounce a graviton particle beam off the main deflector dish. That's the way we do things, lad. We're making shit up as we wish. The Klingons and the Romulans pose no threat to us. Cause if we find we're in a bind, we're totally screwed. But never mind, we'll pull something out of our behind. We just make some shit up. I love that song. <laughs> that was Voltaire with the USS Make Shit Up. Coming up next, the great Luke Ski with Quark's new merchandising enterprise. <laughs> Definitely get 20% of that goes straight to me. <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for coming out to Quark's Bar and Restaurant. You may notice that Odo is not here tonight. Thank the blessed exchequer. He was supposed to fly out here with me, but ironically, Odo was detained by security because they wouldn't allow any gelatinous fluids on the plane. <laughs> I was like, see you later, Clayface. <laughs> so since I don't have to worry about following Starfleet's arbitrary tar crap rules... I wanted to let you all know about some new products I smuggled, I mean, imported onto the station to sell all you people who spend your lives traveling the galaxy. I call it Star Trek Merchandise. Catchy, isn't it? So if any of you happen to have any latinum left after all the gambling you're going to do here, you might want to pick a few of these items up. We have three new Halloween movies. The first one is a story of a simple young boy who grows up in Alabama, joins the Marines, becomes a shrimp boat captain, meets the president, and becomes the chief medical officer on the Starship Enterprise. It's called DeForest Gump. <laughs> Damn it, Jim, I'm a 
doctor, not a box of chocolates. <laughs> Next, we have a children's film, a computer-animated retelling of the famous search for Spock. It's called Finding Nimoy. Oh. Well, if you don't like that one, you're not going to like Citizen Kanan either. Uh, <laughs> if you're hungry, we'll be selling hamburgers from the Delta Quadrant's most popular chain of fast food restaurants, Burger King. Oh. Never wait right away because your way is futile. You should try their newest sandwich, Chicken McFadden. That's a boneless chicken breast. Or you can get Chicken McCoy if you like bones. And for a side dish, enjoy some bagels and flocks. And you can wash it all down with an orange Julian. Available in 20 ounces or the one Lita size. Want something a little stronger to drink? Well, then try Cardassian Light Beer. Now in the handy four-pack. So you two can hold your Cardassian Light four-pack aloft and say... There are four lights! <laughs> when you're done eating and you want to keep those leftovers for us straight from Andoria, we have Tran Wrap. And where can you pick up the Tran Wrap? From your friendly neighborhood Klingon discount grocery store, Walmart Talk. <laughs> Walmart Talk, where our prices have much honor. <laughs> yes, Walmart Talk, the company who destroys locally owned small businesses by literally slaughtering the competition. <laughs> all the power and the continuum to clean your ears out, and I know I do, then you need Q-tips. Oh. You'll never find a better cotton swab across all time, space, dimension, and fictional realities. I can sense some of you getting cranky, and I know exactly why. It's because you didn't have a healthy breakfast. Well, I got a whole slew of cereals for you to choose from. First of all, if you want to be the commander of your day, start it off with Jonathan Flakes. You get a free Troy in every box. <laughs> yes, and remember, Jonathan Flakes has a full day supplement of fiber, so you can be number one when you go number. Never mind. <laughs> Jonathan Flakes from the makers of Picardos. Yes, you'll love our marshmallow bald heads in every spoonful. And be sure to try Will Wheaties, a vlogging part of your nutritious breakfast. There is one more cereal, it's called a Wookiee Crisp, but. I, even I can't recommend that. It went stale in transit. Apparently it was made a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, there's also a new service we're offering for those of you staying here for several days with your whole extended family. If your children are being watched by their grandmother, we'll send someone over to keep her company. It's called Nana Visitor. Oh. Half of you explain it to the other half. <laughs> Kids, we have that new beige-colored plush doll that giggles gruffly when you squeeze it. That's right, it's the Tickle Me Odo! <laughs> Your kids are just gonna go crazy for it. It'll be on every child's present list for Crispin Bajoran Peace Festival and click on Rite of Passage Rituals. Thank you very much, everybody! It was the great Luke Ski with Quark's new merchandising enterprise. He talks a lot about Star Trek merchandising. Um, anyway, before that, we heard Voltaire with the USS Make Shit Up. And uh, this next one uh, is all about the bathroom on the Enterprise, because I'm sure many of us have often wondered, where is the John in outer space? <laughs> Thank you. 
I need a place where I can go. I need it soon or I may blow up. I need a place where I can throw up replicated food that's even worse than home. I need a room for my relief. I need a room for quick debriefing. Twice a day and once each evening. I need a place where I can be alone. I don't care if the ship's high tech. I don't care if it has a hollow deck. I don't care if there's life support. Okay, I guess I need the life support, but anything beyond that, I don't care. As long as there's a place somewhere a man can go. Upon the bridge and looked behind it. Who approved the ship and just who the hell designed it? We'll have to have a word with them when we get home. How we would have filled it, engineering even tried to build it. Budget overruns are all that ultimately killed it for plasma phase inversion tubes alone. Checks the airlocks anyhow. A million years from now, it may reach home. I need a place where I can find it. Tore up on the bridge and looked behind it. Who are the ship and just who the hell designed it? Left a hell of a word with them when we get home. I need a room for my I didn't even try to build it. But you know what? Once a day, and ultimately killed it. I need a place where I can be alone. And even though I don't care if the ship's high tech, I don't care if it has a hollow I don't care if there's life support. Okay, I guess I need that life support. But anything the airlocks and anyhow, a million years from now, it may reach
them like a trans war bench and fear my snarl, heed my speech, watch me blow like a warp core breach. Like that Barkley guy I don't need a holodeck to get upon my guy Cause when the ladies see the beast I got between my thighs They say perhaps a day is a good day to die I hit Edry, Troy, Jadzia too Watch out Janeway, I'm coming for you Cause I'm the Mac Dad Klingon with the humanoid bitches Cause my head ain't the only part of me that's got ridges That song has honor. And um, we have another couple of songs about Klingons. This one is by the Library Bards, and it's titled simply Klingon. Stubborn allies 
to the Starfleet Federation. We guarantee Tomato, and you say, Herg. Potato, Nah. Tomato, Herg. Let's call the whole thing off. I say pajamas, and you say, Nib Nov. I say bananas, and you say, Hadibak. Pajamas, Nib Nov. Bananas, Hadibak. Let's call the whole thing off. But oh, if we call the whole thing off, then we must part. And oh, Tling on cold I cannot speak Klingon. I have no idea what you're saying. And I don't care. Oh, hush. I better call the calling off all. Let's call the whole thing off. Okay, here's the part where the Klingon tap dances. Just use your imagination. But oh, if we call the whole thing off, then we must part. And oh, don't you know any English? Surrender or die. Okay, then if you say no, I'll say okay. You say kai bay, I'll say no problem. 
stop. Whatever. New chuckle. What? We better call the calling of all. Let's call that whole thing off. Cha, wesh, losh. There you go. That was Carla Ulbrich, um, or Carla Ulbrich, with Duet with a Klingon, the solo version. And uh, this next one talks all about the time plots that happen in Star Trek. A lot of, a lot of time travel, a lot of, a lot of um, <laughs> moving through time, a lot of uh, atomic space wedgies uh, making us go forward and backward through time. Uh, this is called Time Plot. It's astounding that Starfleet has no working time machine. So listen closely, Deep Space Next Gen and Voyager. I've got to keep this clean. I remember Edge of Forever. Look at what's happened to Trek since then. What was done uniquely now is practically weekly. Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. It's just a temporal shift. A cosmic entity just can't get it right. Put your hands on your phasers. Misunderstand and fight. Apologize and trust. This stuff will drive you insane. Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. I feel disgusted. Reality's busted. The timeline we trusted ain't there at all. I changed something teeny. My mom's Mussolini. I break wind. Galactic empires fall. We can make up new Babel. With a tile set from Scrabble. Dropped into a word processor on Blender. Give us visual whiz tricks. But ignore math and physics. Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. Oh, well, I was walking down the street when Sherlock Holmes summoned up a big demon with some ancient tomes. The British Royal Navy got me safe offshore, then sold me into slavery behind the green door. I signed up for an interstellar trek. Now I'm going to take a hatchet to the hollow deck. Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. Eight, six, four, two, we can blame it on you. Eat your heart out, Marty McFly. Wow! Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. It's just a temporal shift. We try explaining it, but just can't get it right. Break out the techno babble. It's science fiction lights. Ignore the stuff you know. The stuff will rot your brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do the time plot again. Let's do the time plot again. And that was Tom Smith with 
time plot right here on the fun zone here's warp 11 with everything i do i do with william shatner This next one on TikTok today as I was searching around for stuff. This is Snakes Have Legs with I Like Star Trek. I love this thing. It takes a couple of seconds for it to get moving, but once it's out of uh, space dock, it, it rocks.
<laughs> is that it? There's still a bunch of stuff at the end here. Okay, I guess I guess they boldly went away. Uh, that was Snakes Have Legs with I Like Star Trek. And uh, this next one was a request from Fast Finge. It is Bobby Pickett and Peter Ferrara with Star Trek. And, and yes, it's the same Bobby Boris Pickett that you might remember from The Monster Mash. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Booby Prize. Its five-year mission, to sell t-shirts, toy phasers, plastic communicators, and anything else we can think of. To seek out new life in old plots and complications. To boldly go where everyone has gone before. Star Trek. Captain's log, stardate 6935.2. We are in orbit around the planet Schwartz. Engineering the Captain Jerk. Engineering the Captain Jerk. Jerk here, what is it, Snotty? Captain, the warp drive mechanisms are generating excess antimatter. The pods are overloading now. If it continues at this rate, I can't be responsible for the safety of the ship. Don't have a spaz, Snotty. Ah, but the whole ship's gonna blow itself to pieces, Jim! I want answers, mister! Well, I tried shoving a wiener on the walk drive, but it didn't do a bit of good. By the by, would you have a wee bit of mustard up on the bridge? Mr. Schlock? No mustard, Captain. Analysis, Schlock? It would appear that Lieutenant Snot is about to eat a wiener without mustard. As always, your logic is impeccable, Mr. Schlock. However, I was referring to the emergency in the ship's warp drive. I would say that the program is at too early a stage to permit solving any serious difficulties, Jim. Recommendation? Suggest you wait for further plot complication before undertaking corrective measures. Logical, Mr. Schlock. Perfectly logical, Dr. McCoy. I'm a doctor, not a scriptwriter! Warning, this is a plot complication. Warning, this is a plot complication. Warning, plot complication plot showing up on ship's sensors now, Captain. I'm switching to visual. What is it, Mr. Schlock? Computer data is coming in now, Captain. It's just what we need. A colossal negative space wedgie of great power coming right at us at warp speed. Uh, Mr. Lulu, commence evasive actions. Yes, Captain Jack. Evasive actions ineffective, Captain. The wedgie is turning with us and closing rapidly. Estimated time of impact, approximately 16.9 seconds. 15. Bridge to engineering. 14, not here, Captain. 13, What's not there, 12, Snotty? I said snot here, Snotty, give me full power. Get us out of here fast. Ugh, I cannot do it. The toilets have backed up into the walk drive. It'll take time to make repairs. Time? Mr. Schlock? One. Wipe out. Readings are off the scale, Captain. I have not encountered this phenomenon before. Damage report. Lieutenant Minura? Fascinating. What is it, Mr. Schlock? The force field seems to have passed through us and entered the surface of the planet Schwartz. Yet tricorder readings fail to indicate any such energy from the planet. Opinion, Mr. Schlock? Insufficient data, Captain. Into the elevator, Mr. Schlock. Let's beam down to the planet's surface so I can find an alien to fall in love with before the program's over. You usually do. Ain't I something? 
Uh, Mr. Lulu, you've got the con. Thank you, Captain Jack. Elevator, transporter room. I'm fine, how are you? Elevator, I said transporter room. I'm fine, how are you? Oh, forget it. Elevator to engineering. Beam us down from here, snotty. Aye, aye, Captain, you're locked on coordinates now. Energize, Mr. Snot. Remarkable. There is no record of any such civilization as this on the planet Schwartz. Look, Schlock, here comes a car, and feast your Vulcan squinties on that driver. Far out, Captain Jerk. Oh, want a lift, sailor? As a matter of fact, I do. I'll say goodbye here, Mr. Schlock. Now you'll have what you always wanted, command of the booby prize. And you'll have what you always wanted. What's that, Mr. Schlock? A bleach blonde in red convertible on planet Schwartz. <laughs> Ain't I something? Well, say bye-bye to Starfleet Command for me, and I'll see you on Hollywood Squares. Bye-bye, Jim. I thought he'd never go. Schlock to booby prize. Snot here, Mr. Schlock. What's not there, Lieutenant Snot? I said snot here, Mr. Schlock. That's Captain Schlock. I? Make it one to beam up. Oh, 
Jones says these critters are all pregnant when they're born. I had just one, now I've a thousand, maybe more. I've got so many now, I know just what to do. I think I'll start an interstellar heavy petting zoo. <laughs> on K7 when I saw Mr. Jones and I gave him what for and said what's more I'm here to pick a bone that triple that just sold me it didn't have a hole to screw you don't he said you don't screw them you let those things screw you so get yourself a triple and then you're good to go if you got enough quadrant to Kaylee you'll have a dozen of them in your And they're cute and you can put them in your bum. They're fuzzy and they're cute and you can put them in your bum. So go back to your quarters and on your bunk you lay. You hope and pray that on our way we pass a bird of prey. Tribbles hate the Klingons, they really make them go. They get irate, then they vibrate up in your hidey hole. A triple, and then you're good to go. If you got enough quadrant you'll have a dozen of them in your hole. I grabbed myself some Vaseline and slathered up my rump. Cause the nice thing about these tribbles, they're fuzzy and they're cute, and you can put them in your bum. They're fuzzy and they're cute, and you can put them in your bum. These tribbles boldly going up in your fracking hole. Oh, wow. That I, I, I've played that years ago and kind of forgot about it. Um, and it, it affected me this time the exact same way it did last time where I was just like, my face was all hot and I was covering my mouth and I was like, my eyebrows were in my hairline. It was, I, I forgot about that. And I was like, Oh my God, that, that, that blew the next song I was going to play completely out of the water. Um, in fact, I was thinking, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and skip this song since I've done a, a very sexy Star Trek song already. I was going to let this one go. Um, but, I, you know, I said, oh, wow, this blows the uh, sexy data tango out of the water. And then my roommate was like, uh, "I'm ex- excuse me, I'm sorry, the sexy what now? Well, now I have to play it. Oh, man. While you're out at space, love, you're horny as a tug. Take a tip from a security chief, love. That fat's Latasha Yar. She discovered the pleasures of data. He became her sexual pet. Cause he's fully functional and anatomically correct. He's fully functional and anatomically correct. His defiant with its thrusters will explode in your wormhole and will rub his trusty spangler wrench on your warp core manifold. 
This multi-phasic torpedo will penetrate your rift And cause a quantum singularity in your transwarp contour So if you're a filthy hoarder, data's your bestest bet Cause it's fully functional and anatomically correct He's fully functional and anatomically correct. He gently massages your gel packs while he replicates some lube. Then he shoves his throbbing razor beast into your Jeffrey's tube. To lower your shield, spread your nacelles to make room for his craft. As he thrusts his delta flyer into your big fat juicy aft. So if you're a filthy hoarder, data's your bestest bet. Cause he's fully functional and anatomically correct. He's fully functional and anatomically correct. His pelvis a tireless engine. He shakes it when he struts. He's full of dilithium crystals in his bolts and in his nuts. He too likes to be pleasured. He will put you on your knees. And if you're into disgrace, he will cover your face with his android antifreeze. So if you're a filthy hoarder, data's your bestest bet. Cause he's fully functional and anatomically correct. He's fully functional and anatomically correct. He's fully functional and anatomically correct. All right, I got to play another song about data uh, by Christoph, otherwise known as Tristan Snyder. You've heard him do other stuff on the show. Uh, here's his song, Positronic. Greetings. He's an android, Commander Data by name. He's in Starfleet, and that's where he earned his fame. He can do things that a man couldn't do. He can read a dictionary and recite it back to you because his brain's positronic. Don't you see? He's got super strength and he has super speed and he comes complete with an identic memory. He can calculate to the nth degree But he'd give it all up to be human For the longest time He couldn't understand why People would laugh And people would cry And there were human slang expressions He couldn't get the hang of But the thing he most wanted Was to understand love His brain's positronic don't you see? He's got super strength And he has super speed And he comes complete With an identic memory 
can calculate to the nth degree, but he'd give it all up to be human. There was a young lady from Venus whose body was shaped like a captain to security. Come in. Did I say something wrong? My growth as an artificial life form has reached an impasse. For 34 years, I have endeavored to become more human. I am unable to grasp such a basic concept as humor. This emotion chip may be the only answer. He has emotions now, but he still tries to become more human on the Starship Enterprise. And his friends all help him, but he'll never realize He's as human as they are in all of their eyes But his brain's positronic, don't you see? Yes, his brain's positronic He's got super strength, and he has super speed, and he comes complete with an identic memory He can calculate To the nth degree But despite all of that He is human Now tell me, Commander, what is data? A machine! Is he? Are you sure? Yes! You see, he's met two of your three criteria for sentience So what if he meets the third? Consciousness in even the smallest degree What is he then? I don't know Do you? Do you? I, I think we can cram one more Star Trek song in here. crouched in the captain's chair, brooding and moody. He has no hair, pointlessly scanning the neutral zone to help with our orders. Mr. Data, make it so. Warp swiftly maneuvers and blows him to hell. Fuel burning fast from a warp nacelle. The mission aboard to assimilate man, but it came to a halt when Picard took command. Explosive payback for Wolf 359. But some escaped and they went back in time. Now the future is altered, except for one man who will chase them, erase them as fast as he can. He hunted them down, then he blew the ship up. He's standing there sipping old gray from his cup, but he's hearing their voices and fills them with guile. He'll show them mature as hell, ain't futile. Let's rock and roll! He's showing resistance. He's showing the queen that all the board don't amount to a hill of beans because he's racing and chasing and plotting the course he's styling profiling and fighting all the borg he's showing resistance the land must be drawn here Zephyrim, no warp drive, no Starfleet, no Earth. We're fighting for our life way before our birth. The Borg think that they got a license to kill. But Jean-Luc will tell them to suck his dicks and hill. Meanwhile, on the surface, the rock and roll blade. Troy's hoping in time her hangover will fade. Jordy's working and rebuilding the Phoenix's warp. While Barkley is spazzing and acting like a dork. Now Data got captured, the Queen has got plans. She's trying really hard to get into his pants. And he's nervous and anxious and filling with fear. So would you if you hadn't done it in eight years? But he's showing resistance. He's showing the queen. He doesn't go. Nudge, nudge, you know what I mean. 
because he's quipping, encrypting, avoiding the morgue. He's solving, evolving, dissolving all the Borg. He's racing and chasing and plotting the course. The card is styling, profiling, and fighting all the Borg. He's showing resistance. He's showing the queen. He's showing resistance. The Great Luke Ski with Resistance right here on the Fun Zone. And uh, that is the end of our Star Trek episode. Alrighty, well, uh, the big clock on the view screen says that it's time to go. Uh, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. As always, thank you for your time. We'll be back next week with more comedy, dementia, and other strange and weird things. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you all next week. Until then, goodbye, 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 goodbye. Well, that sure made us LOL. Laugh out loud? No, lose our lunch. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>